What's up, you guys, and welcome to it. It's Adulting with Joy Spring. This is episode seven. I have to apologize in advance. If you're new to the podcast, I know that usually you have episodes that are helpful and that would discuss specific topics that I think are helpful to people like myself who are in their 20s or in their 30s or 40s or whatever age you're in and are still trying to figure out how to traverse through life as an adult. But this one will be a sort of personal diary slash reflection of all sorts um, because it's the new year. It is currently January 3 and I actually recorded an episode yesterday, January 2, but I've realized that I've revealed things that I don't think I have the strength or the courage to put out there in the world. So we're going to redo this whole episode and going to ask a couple of questions. And um, I googled everything because I have no producer or a team for Adulting with Joy Spring. It's just me. I produce, write, speak, and record everything and edit everything, whatever little edit I do. And today it will be all about Reflecting on 2018. Now, usually I have a year end post, and the latest that I would upload a year end post was last year, January 4, four days after New Year's. Um, but it feels like I'm so emotionally and physically spent these past couple of weeks that I don't, I really, I really don't have the energy to to write down an emotional post or like something so personal. So I'm going to try and use these guide questions that I have found through www.appleseeds.org to reflect on 2018 and hopefully to process with you everything that's happened in the past year and to prepare ourselves for 2019. So welcome again to Adulting with Joy Spring. This is episode number seven, reflecting on the year that was. Apologies in advance for a couple of things. If you hear a pupper screaming in the background, um, that's a new puppy. And a friend of mine was actually, is actually out of the country and he left his pupper with me. And although I love her, she's a very noisy dog. So if you hear her screaming and barking in the background, I apologize. Apologies number two for my voice. I came from Unahirit this morning. It is currently 12 noon and um, I, I didn't get much sleep last night. So when I got back home from Unahirit, that was around 9 a.m. There she is. I was around 9 a.m. I actually passed out and I have just woken up. So this is my morning voice, but we're going to try and push through with the recording anyway, because if I don't do this now, I probably will beat the mud or I'll forget about it. And I really want to be able to do a year end podcast. So the first thing that we and and I opened the we here because I would want for you also to pause and answer these questions. If you are alone or if you are with your friends listening to the podcast answer the questions with me um there are 10 questions that we're gonna go through and the first one is what did i learn uh, open close parentheses skills knowledges aware knowledge oh what is a knowledgeist <laughs> knowledge and awareness okay what did i learn 2018 I learned a lot of things 2018. It was a very polarizing year for me. It was the best year for me professionally, but personally, it was absolutely 
the absolute worst. I, I, I would have to say there were many things that I had gone through in 2018 that I really would not wish for anyone to go through, whether it was deep bouts of depression and a debilitating uh, season of anxiety that stretched for a couple of months. Every day I struggled with everything, basically. Um but at the same time, God blessed me so much last year with regards to work that I had shows after shows that I could have, I only dreamt of when I was a kid. And, you know, all thanks to my incredible management, my incredible team, and the amazing people at JMA Network, which is the network that I signed up with come what last 2017 and so you know all of the plans that they had for me the latter part of 2017 it came into full fruition 2018 so it was a really polarizing year and I think maybe if 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 there's anything that I learned last year it was to kind of balance stuff and I know that sounds so cliche and it, it's like, what? You learned how to balance? Ang boring naman nung natutunan mo. But, but really, it was more of like, how do I traverse through life when you've got everything that you want professionally, but everything that you want personally is just going into the dumpster. Everything is just crap. And I think when I say that I learned how to balance... It was, I learned how to live my life with a sense of gratitude, but at the same time, I allowed myself seasons of mourning and heartbreak and pain. And so there were days where I was just like in my bed, nursing really bad anxiety. I couldn't move. I couldn't go out. I couldn't talk to people because of my depression and my anxiety, but I would also have days where I was just rejoicing and celebrating with with people around me because I had so much work and it was it was a balancing act for me to be able to be still to still be professional and show up to work and and function but at the same time to kind of allow myself to really experience the pain of of heartbreak and 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 dealing with clinical depression and anxiety. So I learned that. I learned balance. And number two, actually, the number one should be I learned to completely depend on the Lord. 2018 was just the year that I feel like God showed me that I am absolutely in no control with my life. And obviously, there are certain things that we can control. The way that we respond to things, the way that we respond to circumstances and difficulties and seasons in life is something that we can control. But, you know, if there's anything that depression and anxiety has taught me, it's that you have no control over your body in the sense that you can literally be so happy and blessed and, and in such a good place in your life. But at the same time, it's just your brain doesn't want to, it doesn't function the way that it's supposed to. And, and that was my struggle. Or I, I, you know, I was following faithfully the Lord, but there were also times when I would get into relationships or get into situations where I was just like, why, why do I have to deal with people like this? Why do I have to deal with, with heartbreaks like this? Why, why, does the wa- why do the waves never end? It just keeps hitting you and hitting you wave after wave. And you just feel so powerless sometimes. And 
And that's really true. There are many aspects of our life, if not most of it, where we're just powerless. And if you really, really look at it, a majority of the things that goes on in our life, it in our lives is just either the grace of God or the providence of God, and and just. It, it, it's just in complete control of the Lord. And whether it was good seasons or bad, I, I really completely learned how to depend on God. So, yeah. Another thing that I learned this 2018, the, in 2018 rather, was to foster great relationships with people around me, um, to build healthy relationships with my friends and those people who mentor me, who work with me, who love me, who take care of me, because I've realized that they're the family that you really make for yourself. And these are the people that you must encourage and love, pray for and work with and grow with. And they are very important parts of your life because, you know, they they actually help you become the person that, that you need to become and then you need to grow into. So, yeah, those are some of the things that I learned. I'm so sorry. I don't know if I sound so overly emotional if I'm making any sense, but I will try to listen to all of this after I record. But I'm really just trying to speak from my heart and sometimes speaking from one's heart can get messy. So, apologies in advance. Uh, question number two. Second question is, what did I accomplish? A list of my wins and achievements. I Well, professionally, I think we could focus on that for me. I had Chica Minute in 24 Horas. I was a pinch hitter for a couple of um, weeks. I also, a couple of episodes rather, I also did Unang Hirit. I started doing Unang Hirit semi-regularly last year. I had my show All Access, which is a digital show on GMA. I also had The Clash, which was a singing competition on GMA, um, all of which I hosted, and I absolutely love it. I also narrated an audiobook last year, which was a dream I never thought I had, but it came true, and... It was just amazing. I started doing this podcast. I went on a writing retreat and I started working on a book that I I want to eventually, at some point, release. And um, yeah, I I, I got to go on adventures. I traveled quite a bit. I went skiing for the first time. I went to Japan. I went to travel with my girlfriends for the first time out of the country. I visited my best friend in Virginia because she gave birth to a beautiful baby boy named Mackenzo Eames. I opened myself up to more people this last 2018. I learned to be vulnerable and I learned to share more. I shared my testimony to a retreat in church and I started serving in church as well as a Sunday school teacher and one of the leaders for the singles ministry and it's, it, it really was just an amazing year of accomplishments. So there, what were your accomplishments this year? Third question, what would I have done differently and why? I probably wouldn't have sought in my depression and in my anxiety and in the difficult situations that I had to deal with as much as I did. And I know that's easier said than done. And it's easy for me to say that now because I'm no longer in those difficult situations. But I felt like maybe there were times when I had let the situation get out of hand and I 
just allowed myself to really suck and not function well and I would just be so sad for for days on end and I would just I I I soaked in my misery is is what I'm trying to say and if I if I could have done something differently I would have not soaked in my misery why because Sayang sa oras, sayang sa oras. I I felt I feel like I've wasted time by just soaking in my misery and my sadness when I could have chosen to do something about it. I could have chosen to get out of bed and and braved the situation and depended on God and became more courageous, you know. But it, it it's just one of those things that that I think happens and you, it's easier said than done. So I, I, I still allow myself to, to really just, you know, pat pat on the back. I still, I feel like I still managed well by the grace of God to deal with those difficult situations. But if I had, I could have done it differently. I probably would have soaked less. Okay. Next question. Number four, what did I complete or release? What still feels incomplete to me? Oh, that's a good question. What did I complete? Uh, what did I release? I would say that I released... <laughs> this is so personal, but I'll say it anyway. I would say that I completely let go of my desire to get married last 2018. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be like, radical or I'm just gonna pursue single blessedness I think more than anything if I'm being completely honest one of my biggest dreams if not my biggest dream is to become a wife and a mother and God has been so gracious because every other thing in my life that I've ever wanted to do professionally and personally like traveling the world and going on new adventures Everything that I've ever dreamt of doing, God has been so gracious and has allowed me to experience those good things out of His grace and mercy and love for me that I don't deserve at all. I was able to achieve things except being a wife and a mother. And I guess I, I if I'm being completely honest, for the longest time, it's what I've always wanted to achieve. You know, I could in a heartbeat, give all of what I have now up if that meant that I could be married to someone who I love very much and build a family with him. And and I, I guess 2018 was just the year where I completely surrender, surrendered it all to Christ. And I it was also the year that I kind of I realized that it wasn't the end-all, be-all of things. That my my desire to become a wife and a mother was great and it was good. But it's not what will define me as a human being. Or it's not what will give me joy as a human being. I realized 2018 that my ultimate joy is rooted in Christ and in Christ alone. And if God does decide to... Give me a partner in life with whom I can worship, serve, and love him, then I would be so grateful. But now it just feels like I've completely given it all to God. Na parang, okay, if if it does happen, then I would be grateful for it. But if not, 
I'm I'm actually fine with it. When if you asked me 2017 if I'd be fine to be single for the rest of my life, I probably would say no. And maybe because I I realize that my my satisfaction really is in my personal relationship with God and because of the many things that happened to me personally 2018 as I mentioned heartbreaks after heartbreaks and I don't mean just romantic heartbreaks but heartbreaks in general family personal relationships romantic relationships um I I guess I kind of I I para kong natauhan I I don't know if I'm being jaded or or anything like that I I I honestly doubt it but I feel like it's just I would much rather be single for the rest of my life than to be married to the wrong person. And and I know as a Christian, I don't believe that you can be married to the wrong person. Parang if you get married to someone, I believe that as a Christian, you're supposed to love and serve that person for the rest of your life. Yes, but I feel like you can make the mistake of thinking that this particular person is the right person for you to marry just out of emotions, right? So I would much rather be single than deal with someone and not be able to love them completely for the rest of my life. I would much rather wait, honestly. I know I'm so young. I'm too young to be saying this. And even my my friends from church, especially my mentors and my D-group leader, she would say that, you know, you're too young to be saying that. But in my heart, I know that I'm satisfied in Christ and I still have that desire to get married and have children and have my own family. But that desire no longer trumps my want to pursue God and to pursue a lifetime of worship to Him. And ultimately, I feel like I'm complete as a person and I, I no longer need a partner to complete me. Which is, I guess, the time when, when you really find someone. Which is the perfect time to be with someone. So yeah, that's what I released. Completed, I don't know, many things, many things, many professional things, really. Um, many relationships too. I released a couple of um, relationships. I completed a couple of relationships and it feels like I'm moving on to more. So yeah. Next question. What were the most significant events of the year past? L- list top three. Hmm. Um, siguro, yeah, significant events. What are the significant events that happened to you guys this 2018? Me, probably, like, seeing two of my best girlfriends give birth and be Nina to both children. Nina, who is one of my best friends, Nina, uh, got married 2017, early 2017, and then she got pregnant and she gave birth. So, that was nice. She gave birth last November and my best friend from high school, from way back, Hannah, which who you probably all know, also gave birth. And I went to Virginia to come and see uh, Mackenzo Eames. Uh, the, the other baby is Christiana Day, who is a girl for Nina, and Mackenzo Eames for Hannah. So that was number one, probably. Number two will have to be all work stuff, like all work-related stuff. I feel like I checked off a lot of my bucket list this year, uh, which was anchoring Chica Minute on 24 Horas, hosting in Unang Hirit, which both shows I've watched growing up. And I, I could have never imagined being a part of them. Uh, hosting a singing competition, hosting a talk show, doing a podcast, you know, doing speaking engagements, many, many significant events of the year. And um, the third one will have to be me giving my testimony. I, I'm a Christian, for those of you who don't know, 
obviously, I hope, I hope that's obvious in my life and in the way that I, uh, engage with you guys. But yes, I'm a Christian and we, we have this thing called testimonies where you actually write down your life before meeting Jesus Christ. And you talk about who you were then and who you are now, kind of like a, an after Christ thing, what, what has changed and what has happened in your life. And I was able to share my testimony during a retreat last 2018. Um, it was called the Gain True Life Retreat. It's a singles retreat that we hold in CCF and it was for CCF Eastwood and CCF Gateway. So I was able to share with people the story of my life and how God has changed me and how God has filled my life with purpose, joy, and peace. And so, yeah, those are my top three events from 2018. I actually get a lot of requests to do my testimony, uh, post my testimony online and, and talk about it in the podcast. And I'll probably do that soon. But before that, let's move on to the next question, which is, what did I do right? What do I feel especially good about? What was my greatest contribution? Uh, I think I mentioned that already, Kanina, with... Um, what did I accomplish, right? So, yeah, I think I, I, I feel like I, I, I balanced a lot of things. I feel like I, by the grace of God, was able to be working still despite everything that had happened. I feel like I achieved a lot of things professionally. I especially feel good about doing the audiobook and narrating the audiobook because it's just so different from what I'm used to. I felt incredibly good about doing a lot of work with World Vision in the past year. I also, you know, volunteered more this year. I I did public speaking more this year. So those are the things that I I, I felt especially good about. Uh what what about you guys? What what were the things that you think you did right? What were the things that you feel um especially good about and what was your greatest contribution? Oh another thing I I actually I got well God really emboldened me to fix my eyes on him and even though I wanted to get into a relationship 2018 I did the opposite I obeyed God <laughs> I obeyed God and I surrendered this person who I fell in love with and um and you know it's difficult it's it's sad it's bittersweet but I know that ultimately God is sovereign and I, I do believe that he writes our life stories as well as our love stories. So I'm still hopeful. But yes, those are the things that I I, I feel like I did that right. I, I As long as I know that I gave my best and at the same time I focused on the Lord, I'm pretty sure that I'm doing something right. So that's it. That's a standard by which I I gauge whether I did something wrong or right. Anyway, question number seven. What were the four fun things that I do? That I what were the fun things I did? What were the not so fun? Not so fun was dealing with anxiety and depression. Definitely not fun. Also not fun dealing with so much drama 2018. Not fun at all. Um, super fun things that I did. I traveled, skied for the first time. I went to New York with one of my best friends, Tin. Uh, I brought her around. I I painted this year. I wrote this year. I traveled a lot this year. I did so many fun things. So 
those were the fun things that I did, I think. I, I also moved out. Yes, I got my own apartment, and that, that's been really fun. I'm, I've only been in my own apartment for the past month or so. So those were the fun things that I did. I also did an online course. I uh, an enrolled I enrolled in RZIM, which is RZIM or the Ravi Zacharias International Ministries Apologetics course. So it's a course in Christian apologetics, and I was able to. Well, I'm still going through the course. So yeah, those are the fun things that I did. Next question: We are on question number eight. What were my biggest challenges, roadblocks, and difficulties? I already mentioned those. This is a little repetitive, guys. Well, it feels repetitive because I already mentioned them, and they're pretty much the same things. The biggest challenges and roadblocks were personal stuff, and it was kind of merging a life of blessings and at the same time, a life of trials, a season of blessings and merging that with a season of pain and heartbreak. That will have to be the biggest challenge. Um, that was the biggest challenge that I had to deal with. And I felt like I felt God's goodness in all of it, whether good seasons or bad seasons, I felt God's goodness. And for me, that's more than enough. As long as you know that you're in the right path and that whatever season you are in now, it will eventually get better. And if it doesn't get better, you know that your ultimate reward is in seeing Christ after you die, then you're fine. So that will have to be my, my biggest roadblock. Another, another, the biggest difficulty that I had was, was letting go of a relationship that I really wanted to pursue. I haven't wanted, I, I, gosh, 2018, as I mentioned, was the year that I gave up my idea of getting married and falling in, uh, falling in love and getting married and having children. And Bam, biglang, this person comes along and he takes care of me and he loves me and he treats me, he speaks to me, he encourages, inspires, and strengthens me the way that I've always wanted to be strengthened. It's encouraged, inspired, and loved. But but it feels like God is um God is directing us towards waiting and not pursuing a relationship. So it was very difficult. It was, it's been very difficult to obey and not pursue this relationship when I know that I'm ready for one and I know that he's the right person to pursue the relationship with. But God is asking us to wait and wait we shall. So those were the things that I, I, I feel I, I, I had to really power through and I'm still powering through so yeah the other stuff are family stuff which I, I don't think I should disclose just because I want to protect my family and you know we all go through difficult seasons I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we just have to go with the waves and be strengthened we have to be courageous and we have to start choosing to do the right things, as difficult as they are, as your lips might tremble by saying the truth, by pursuing the truth, by pursuing the right things and saying no to your heart just so you can follow God and and do the correct thing instead of that thing that you feel like doing, it'll eventually be worth it. And and I'm just, I'm learning that now. I'm trying to be faithful and follow through. 
So those were my biggest challenges. How about you guys? Now, number nine is how am I different this year than last? I wouldn't know, my darling. I, I wouldn't know how different I am this 2019. Um, but if you mean that how different I was I 2018 from 2017, I probably would say that 2018 was an incredible season of pruning and growth. And I would say that I have grown so much in 2018. I've grown into a woman who chooses her head more than her heart, which is saying a lot for me as an emotional human being. So... Yeah, I think that would be the biggest difference between 2017 and 2018. I would say though that by saying that I choose my head more than my heart, um, that I I I've been I've I've been choosing to follow God more than follow my desires would be like a more accurate description. 2018, I felt like doing a lot of things that I knew wasn't pleasing to God, and although they weren't a blatant they weren't blatant sins i also knew that if i made that particular decision it also wouldn't particularly honor god so 2018 really was the year where i chose to follow the correct path which is how i see god would want me to go through life basing on his script on his word basing on prayer basing on teachings um and I chose that more than going for the things that I desired, which were traveling a lot and spending money and drinking and um, being in a relationship. I desired those things. Don't get me wrong. I am no perfect Christian. I am such a work in progress. And I always stumble. Like my gulai, the many times that I made mistakes, so many times. But by God's grace... He has given me a new heart and I, I've i learned to choose His path more than mine. And it has been such a painful journey, honestly. It has been such a painful season of pruning and I'm tired. I really am so tired. But at the same time, I'm filled with so much joy because I know that as long as I honor the Lord with my life... Um, and I follow him through and through, everything will be okay. Even if it doesn't feel that way currently or ever. So, there. Last question. For what am I particularly grateful? This is turning out to be such an emotional podcast. Um, forgive me. So, let's go with the last question. For what am I particularly grateful? I am grateful first and foremost to the Lord for His grace and mercy in my life. I am grateful that He has given me so many opportunities. I am grateful that He has showered my life with both blessings and challenges, so much so that I feel like and I think I've grown into a woman of substance, a woman who knows how to excel in her field, but at the same time who knows how to be strong-hearted. <laughs> um, strong at heart is what I wanted to say. I praise God because He has done miraculous things in my life, whether it be changing the way that I perceive things or putting me in circumstances and situations that only He could have orchestrated. 
Christ saved me and pulled me out of the rubble of my sins. And for that, I'll be eternally grateful. I'll be yearly grateful. And um, because of it, I, I know my purpose. And honestly, the only way that you can really live out life with direction is if you know your purpose. So first and foremost, I'm thankful to the Lord. Second, I'm thankful to the people around me, my family, friends, my churchmates, my the communities that I'm part of, that I serve and that I work with through difficult relationships, through good and bad. I know that these are the people who have helped me grow into the person that I am today. And whether it was a relationship gained, fostered, or lost, um, I'm grateful for them. And I'm really grateful that I'm surrounded by people who inspire me every day, who love me, who take care of me, who encourage me in so many ways and who inspire me really to, to work hard and to be a better servant and who point me back to Christ whenever I lose my way. And I'm eternally grateful for them. Things that I'm grateful for also are my work opportunities. I can't be th- more. I can't be thankful enough to my management and to the companies that I work with, the brands that I endorse, the shows that I've been hosting. I can't. I can't tell you how grateful I am to you guys, to people who follow me and who message me, who tweet me, who like my. F- photos on Instagram, who watch my videos, who follow my shows, who just, who are there. I, I can't, be, I can't believe just the amount of work and substantial work and work that I love that I'm able to do because of the opportunities I'm presented with and opportunities that I really honestly don't deserve. People would continuously tell me na, hindi, because you work hard or you're talented or you're like this or you're like that, you deserve it. But I honestly know people who are more talented or who are more deserving of these things and yet I'm able to do it. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for that. I I have hundreds, thousands of things to be grateful for and I do believe that the best way to live our lives is with a grateful heart, whether it be grateful gratitude towards good seasons and gratitude towards bad seasons who have taught us a lot of things. So I could honestly go on, but those were just some of the things that I'm really grateful for for 2018. I'm grateful for the growth. I'm grateful for the seasons. I'm grateful for the people that I'm surrounded with that I'm able to love and serve. And I'm grateful for the God who has given me everything. I'm grateful for Jesus Christ who's given me more than what I deserve and more than I could ever fathom. Uh, His goodness is more than what I could ever fathom. So yes, I'm grateful for those things. This has turned out to be the most emotional podcast I've ever done. And I apologize again if it just feels like I rambled on for so long and that I... I have just been so emotional, but it's been an emotional past couple of months for me. It's been an emotional year, to say the least. And 2019, I'm really just so excited to explore 
I'm scared, but at the same time, I'm excited to see what's in store for 2019. And I hope that you are too. I hope this episode helped you to process the year that was. I hope that it reminded you of the things that you must be grateful for and the difficult seasons that have taught you great things about who you are and how you're supposed to respond with how life is going, whether it's good or bad. Um, I also hope that this episode has reminded you that it's okay to process things before you move on and try to brave new seasons of your life, or in this case, a new year of your life. As always, I hope that you like this. I hope that you share it with the people that you love. I hope that you give me feedback and tell me how this episode has helped you, if it will help you, if it does help you. And if it doesn't, I, I, I've really been praying that this, this podcast will just be a channel of blessings for many people. And more than anything, it's a channel of blessings for me to even be able to talk about these things. So thank you. Thank you for listening. If you have any subject or topic that you would like me to do, especially since 2019 is here already, please don't forget to let me know at Joy Spring everywhere and hashtag adulting with Joy Spring. But for now, prayers, hugs, and kisses to you. Have a blessed 2019 ahead. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam.